If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the whiskey and baseball podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have in front the of only me. Bu- the only podcast that has one shot of Moderna inside of them. <laughs> mm. Yes, that's right. I, I did get my first shot this week and uh, barely lived to tell the tale. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I need to sign up for mine, but I think I had COVID. It wasn't confirmed, but I didn't have taste or smell for 10 days. I don't know what else that would have been. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm going to let, you know. Um, the first rounds, I'm going to let the, you know, more, the the people who don't have the antibodies get the shot first and then I'll get in line. That is so kind of you. This is also a generosity podcast. You bet it is. (laughs) Well, it was the first time that being over 40 came in handy because, uh, they just opened (laughs) it up to 40 and over in Rhode Island. So I was like, well, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So anyway. Yeah, so just kidding. We're a sex and relationship podcast that uh, yes. <laughs> also talks about whiskey and shots and baseball on occasion. Those oh, Cubs yeah. need to wake wake up. Wake the fuck up. I know. It's, but, you know, it always starts off this way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Anyway, if you don't want to hear about baseball, you can go back and listen <laughs> to our episode about sex education and hear the... Uh, reasons why kindergartners should learn sex education. That's a good teaser. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, I did convince you by the end of that. Absolutely. To yeah. Change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Which was not the case on the previous one. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, listen to it. Give it a listen. You know. Um, and if you like that episode or all the others, which obviously you will, uh, you can give us a nice review. It's the best way to say thank you. Um, or if you just want to say thank you to Brian for, you know, giving up his shot space for you, <laughs> <laughs> if you happen to be in the Kansas City area and going to the VA to get yours. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can leave us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher or Facebook. Um, definitely follow us on Facebook because it's lit as hell. Um, and then if you uh, are listening to this right now, you should hit subscribe because it will let you know when new episodes come out. So, yeah, so that's a lot of fun. It is a lot um, of fun. Plus, it helps to, you know, boost our ratings and show the show to other people that might like it. And For sure. Help us for out. sure. And if you love the show so much you want to represent even further, you can become a Patreon sponsor, mm-hmm. uh, which is at www.patreon.com slash frankandbeans, all spelled out, all lowercase. And for as little as $3, you can get a... I don't have one this beer week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, you can get I just have whiskey. You crack in your honor. Yeah, I'll drink whiskey in your honor today. Do we have any this week, Beth? Uh, no, I do not have any this week, but I've also been under the spell of the Moderna vaccine, so there I haven't really have. been checking my emails avidly or anything like that. So um, This one goes out to yeah. the Moderna shot. There you go, yeah. <laughs> and all the folks at uh, the health center that I went 
and got my mat because it was a very easy process. So go get vaccinated, kids. And uh, if you want to become a Patreon sponsor, you can get all kinds of cool swag and T-shirts and fun stuff. So, yeah, definitely uh, do that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Beth, are you ready for the Fuck Yeah News Story of the Week? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I like this one. Fuck yeah news story of the week. Fuck yeah news story of the week. We've got trap strip plus fuck yeah. Master belly in an Ikea. Haley Hasselhoff. You got it. The Hoff's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes history as first curve model to land a European Playboy cover. Europe. Germany. Germany. Ger- oh, Germany. <laughs> Germans love the Hoff. Germans love the Hoff. They like, fucking love him. I mean, almost, yeah, definitely more than Americans do. But yeah, it's a lot of love in America. I think he's actually him. a really nice guy, too, because I saw this, like, we were watching MTV Made the other day, and there was this mm-hmm. one where, like, the kid was a douche, but, like, he was trying to become, like, a, a Hollywood agent, you know, like a celebrity uh, assistant or whatever. I'm sorry, yeah, celebrity assistant. And, like, the one celebrity that, like, ended up giving him a chance was David Hasselhoff. And he mm-hmm. seemed like a really nice guy. So I'm kind of, like, here for it. Like, we've all had our drunken cheeseburger nights. <laughs> and even Come that on. wasn't that <laughs> you bad, know? you know? There weren't yeah. any racial slurs in that one. No uh, anti-Semitic remarks or anything, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mel Gibson's a prick. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you have the power to love your body without hesitation. David Hasselhoff's 28-year-old daughter wrote on Instagram along her powerful boundary-breaking Playboy Germany cover. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she looks familiar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so she's wearing nothing but a silk robe, but it's very sexy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it made me feel like I could actually take sexy photos. Well, of course. And, you know... Um, she says, you know, I'm, I am overcome with emotion around what this cover signifies for inclusivity and its greater purpose towards female empowerment. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, that's pretty fucking amazing. I wanted to use this platform to express that you have the power to love your body without hesitation because of society's standards of beauty. 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's she's celebrating her body in an artful way. You know, it's like I think people there's an unfortunate negative stereotype about Playboy that it's like exploiting women or something. But, you know, as a raging feminist, I can say that it is not, you know, like especially in this case, you know, where you're celebrating beauty, you're celebrating all kinds of beauty, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that that Playboy has traditionally been pretty diverse when it comes to celebrating women and beauty you know what i mean of course yeah and we talked about that before about the exploitation and it's kind of like i don't know like if you can make money doing this um aren't you kind of exploiting the people paying the money for it that's what i'm saying yeah is realistically it's like girl if somebody wants to pay to see you naked fucking get after it you 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 don't do anything and they're gonna give you their money okay yeah get it yeah i'm gonna do that Yeah, especially, you know, oh, yeah. just just photos. It's not like she's sucking dick for money and, you know, even even though that's not wrong, but like, you know, yeah. this is even the girls who are sucking dick for money, like you're getting money. Who's being exploited in that's that what situation? I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Hmm. I love that she also says, I hope to inspire women to face their fears of the unknown and to lead a life of purpose in which your body does not define you. That is so dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's so pretty Haley good. So Haley Hasselhoff, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Haley Hasselhoff. <laughs> fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I love, Haley Hasselhoff has a fun ring to it, too. <laughs> it's yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fun, our topic today, you know, we talk about sex and relationships, but a lot of times it's mostly sex and we get away from the relationship side of it. And Mm -hmm. you know what? The relationship side of it is important. In fact, one of the most important relationships I have in my life is the relationship with my pet. Yeah. The adorable, furry, perfect in every way boy, Dutch. Yeah. The dog. Mr. Dutch. Miss that kid. He really is just perfect in every way i mean it's hard to even imagine my life before him you know yeah and you said when you picked him up from the pound that like you're like hey can i take dutch out to play catch or or fetch and they were like dutch really yeah they were like confused that i wanted him (laughs) and he was the only dog that like what at the pound and like even before that like it was an event at my property where like they Mm -hmm. brought some dogs and i kind of had my heart set on getting one but they didn't like all the ones that they brought were like real shitty and like too energetic and i was like god knows i'm not trying to like have some like fucking energetic dog that expects me to run with it or whatever or one that's gonna like jump up and down every time i see him you know and i walked by every single cage and like he was the very last one he was the only one that like didn't jump up he was just laying there all cute and sweet with his face in his paws like hello darkness Mm. my old friend and you know i was just i was smitten from the moment i saw him and it's a really important relationship in our lives and as a matter of fact the first week in may which is right around the corner is national pet week so i thought today we would talk about the love of a pet i like it yeah yeah, so I mean, I have Dutch, and he—I mean, gosh—I've had him for what, almost three years, well, two and a half years now, almost three. But before even I had him, I've pretty much had pets almost my whole life. You know, I had the cats mm-hmm. for like seventeen years, and you know, I, there was a couple years as an adult where, like, because we had pets when I was growing up, and like, you know, I just felt like they were a lot to take care of, and like sometimes they smell and you know they shed and whatnot that like when i first moved out of the house i didn't want any pets right so Mm -hmm. i didn't have any for you know several years but you know i think then when i moved to champagne i ended up getting the cat and you know just like it's it just changes you in a way you know like sure well it's nice to come home to something and you know that's excited to see you and all that other good stuff yeah for sure have you ever had pets, Brian? I don't think we've ever talked about that. No, uh, growing up, my mom had uh, wiener dogs, miniature dachshunds, and they oh. were shits. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have yeah, scars. Yeah, little dogs are assholes. They are. They got that, that little man syndrome going on, and I don't yeah. know. I don't like them. I mean, they, they were fine, but yeah, and they were my mom's dogs. Like, they would never come and sit next to me. <laughs> right like Assholes. my sister had a cat growing up that was such a dick oh my god its name was patches and mm. it was the biggest asshole like it terrorized the rest of us and it only loved my sister and like we had that cat our whole life like holy shit yeah it was yeah, yeah but i mean other than that we mostly had dogs i was 
I was always a dog person growing up. Like, I loved dogs. Oh, me we too. had horses. We had goats at one point. Like, we had, like, I mean, I, we literally had, like, fish. I mean, we just, there was always pets in my house growing up. I mean, it was crazy. Guinea pigs. I had guinea pigs for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it was crazy. I had iguanas for a little while, but that was—they're not fun. They're not cuddly. They're not—you know—they just want to be in their cage, and I don't know. Yeah, Yoshi and Bowser had were the iguanas, and one That's of them so just, cute. <laughs> Yoshi of them just, and Bowser. Yoshi and Bowser, and one of them just fucking escaped one day, and who knows what happened to it. I don't no know if way! It crawled into the garbage can and it got taken out with the garbage, or if it climbed out a window. No idea. Never to be found. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! He's in someone else's house now, terrorizing yeah, them. Probably. Right. Well, anyway, you know, we talk about our relationships with humans on the show, but I felt like it was important to talk about our relationships with animals and all of the benefits that it can bring to your life. For sure. So we consulted the experts at the CDC. If you haven't heard that name before, that stands for the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. And yeah. found out that they are, or that there are many benefits to inviting a relationship with pets in your life. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, uh, pets can have a positive impact on our physical health. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, For instance, regular walking or playing with pets can decrease blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and triglyceride levels, which is definitely why I think the only reason my last blood work came back normal, I was just waiting for the doctor to be like, (laughs) yeah, your cholesterol is through the roof, (laughs) your blood pressure is out of control. And he's like, everything's normal. I was like, that's shocking. But, you know, I'm a pet person. Yeah. Yeah, right? And that's because exercise is good for our health and behavior and the pet's health and behavior. Yes. Like there is such a huge difference in Dutch's behavior when I mean, when he's had exercise and when he hasn't. Mm -hmm. Like that's also when he um, like is more likely to attack other dogs is when he hasn't been exercised. Yeah. Gotcha. So I've noticed that pattern is different. But um, but back to what it does for us, um, pet owners actually have higher survival rates. Hmm. In fact, you're 24% less likely to die of any cause if you have a pet. Any cause. Whoa. Any cause. Yep. That's huge. You're also... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, you're also 31% less likely to die of cardiovascular disease. Mm-hmm. Stroke survivors living alone with a dog had a 27% reduced risk of death. Goodness. And heart attack. Yeah, yeah. And heart attack survivors with a dog were 33% less likely to die. That's insane. I don't think there's a medication out there that has those numbers, you know? Honestly, yeah. Isn't that wild? Hmm. Man, get a dog. Right? I've been trying to get you to get a dog for years. I know. I just, I'm never home. I got to have the right, you know, Nicole and I are talking about it, but we got to have the right environment for that. For sure. Yeah, because I need this next one. Pet owners reportedly get better sleep. Would you agree to that? I absolutely agree with that. Oh my gosh. Like when he's cuddled up next to me, it is is so easy. It is so easy to just fall asleep. Like he's the best little spooner of all time. He is. He's always he the little really spoon. Is. Yeah. Also, uh, pet owners statistically have fewer doctor visits. Hmm. 
So, like, I would say that's probably just, like, general problems. Like, you're just feeling healthy on a more regular basis. Sure. Yeah. Also, animals can be trained to help people with disabilities with daily tasks. See? Yeah. All good things. So many benefits. Yeah. So, pets can also have uh, positive impacts on our mental health, which is huge, you know? Obviously, this is a hot button in the world today. Um and a lot of people are too afraid to, like, actually go get help from a human. So what's the next best thing? Get a pet, right? Yeah. So pets can help us to manage loneliness, number one, right? Like yeah. COVID isolation. Oh, my gosh. We've all been cooped up for over a year. And I'm telling you what, in North Carolina, I would not have made it without him. Like, That's straight true. up truth. Like, there's no way I would have made it through that whole year without him. Yeah. I would have yeah, been so with lonely and so bored. What was it called? The um, something hole? Watering hole? The watering hole? The, <laughs> the yeah. bar? Yeah. With that place yep. being closed? Like, what the fuck would you have done? I mean, literally nothing. I would have gone mm. mad. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Also, um, studies have shown that animals can combat symptoms of depression mm-hmm. as well as anxiety. Uh, the emotional yeah, support this- animals. Yeah, think emotional support animals, which is totally legit, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that I have a friend here, shout out to Morgan, she is a new listener to the show, <laughs> that is, she actually borrows Dutch from time to time to, like, for her own mental health. Like, That's it literally, great. yeah, she will literally, like, you know, when I'm at work, she'll, like, grab him and take him to the park and play fetch with him and... And, you know, it's more for her than it is for him, you know? It, like, it just boosts her mood and, you know, helps to skate away some of the depression. But anxiety, too. I know a lot of people who have anxiety and, like, are genuinely prescribed an emotional support animal as, you know, aiding in the symptoms of that. So Very good. Yeah. Pets can also help lower stress, you know? I know that's, like... Literally, like, if I am all super stressed out, I just look at his little face, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's just like <laughs> everything just melts away, you know? It's very true. He's a very handsome boy. He is so good. Um, playing with our pets helps provide a boost of serotonin and provides general sense of happiness. I agree. Totally, yeah. That yeah. serotonin is huge, you know? There's mm-hmm. very few things that you can do, you know, that will automatically boost that. And, and playing with your pet does, for sure. So, um, Having someone to take care of also can boost feelings of self-worth, of responsibility, and remind us that we have a purpose. Yeah. Straight up, again, you know, this is just totally, like, being forthcoming. During that year when it was all, like, COVID isolation and I was, like, you know, there were times where I was not doing well. You know, I was Mm. not okay. You know, and I would just want to, like, sit inside and do nothing for the entire weekend. But, like, knowing that he had to go outside, knowing that he needed to eat, like, knowing that I had to take care of him literally gave me a reason to get out of bed some days. Like, no joke. Well, sure. And it's like, you know, before with the 24% less likely to die of any cause, like you have a reason to live, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're not just alone Absolutely. and you've, you've got some some other creature depending on you to eat and survive. And yeah, that'll keep you going. Percent. Yep. I mean, really, yeah. truly, I can say it did, you know? Yeah. Also, um, pets can offer, or I'm sorry, pets can also help us feel safe 
and offer a sense of security. Would you say that's true with your 95-pound oh, pit bull? <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, you know, he's he's actually down to 78 pounds the last mm. time we went to the vet, yes. Right, I think that's because we're up. actually walk. Yeah, yeah, we're walking more now that he's in Providence. <laughs> he's working on that summer um, body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, he is a very big dog, you know, and mm-hmm. I can walk around in a major city alone with him at night and not even feel the slightest bit intimidated because, you know, I mean, he's a big love bug. But like if anybody ever came at me, he would destroy them, you know, oh, like for sure. I mean, yeah, for sure. And, you know, even just being in the house alone, you know, like now I'm in an apartment building. I don't really have as much security, whereas when I was in the house by myself. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was in the house by myself, you know, it's like if I heard a noise, like he would get up and run and start barking at the door. Like that's security system 101, you know. Sure. I mean, if someone hears a dog, they're like, I'm out of here, you know. So He's a big boy. He's got a good bark on him, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like when he growls, it's nasty, you know. (laughs) So, but um, pets also offer unconditional love and judgment-free companionship. And this is another huge one because we're awful human beings. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like truly, like sometimes when I'm feeling low or like feeling like nobody loves me or like, you know, when I've had those kinds of moments, you know, he always loves you no matter what and he never asks for anything except food and love you know like people piss you off people disappoint you you know and he never will you know what i mean like you can always rely on him to be there it's amazing yeah for sure so a 2015 study found children with adhd who read to who read to real animals showed more improvement in sharing cooperation volunteering and behavioral problems than ADHD children who read to a stuffed animal. How fucking interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, how cool. Like, it just really, you know, it knows no bounds, the benefits of having a pet, you know. And also another study found autistic children were calmer and interacted more when in the presence of guinea pigs than toys. Hmm. I mean, guinea pigs kind of stink, but, you know, they're cute. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway. All right. So uh, pets can help increase opportunities for socialization. For sure. They might get you laid. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I mean, it's it's You did not take full advantage of that. Yeah, you did not take advantage of that when when you had a dog at your disposal. (laughs) No. But, um, yeah, so going for walks in the park allows for human interaction. How, how many times are you walking your dog and you're like, and somebody's like, oh, that's a cute dog. Can I pet him? Oh, my Is God, that... every day. People are like, oh, my yeah. God, he's so handsome. <laughs> yeah. Um, taking pets to training. Uh, going to dog parks. Lots of online groups for pet owners uh, where we can share information and get support. I'm going to add one for more sure. to this, Beth. Okay. There is a bar in Kansas City called Bar K. Bar K. Oh and my it is God, a... I like Bark. <laughs> yeah. That's and so cute. It's a bar where you can take your dogs and let them go run around in their little dog playground and play with other dogs while you sit there and have a couple of drinks. 
You know, I took Dutch to those places in Charlotte that one time when I was in North Carolina. And he had a blast. Like, surprisingly, I was so nervous about him, like, not behaving. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was so good the whole time. Like, even though there's all these other dogs running around, which normally he goes crazy, you know, I think he just, it was an environment where he behaved himself. Yeah, and I think that you know that that's the thing. It's it's the environment. Like it's it's meant for the dogs, and somehow they pick up on that. They yeah, speak but their then little you meet other dog, dog people. And, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how you know if if we've convinced you at this point to get a pet, how do you pick the right pet? Right. Yeah. So there are lots of things to consider to make sure that you get the right pet for you, right? Uh, For instance, number one, how long will it live? And I will go ahead and offer a word of caution on this, and it is that cats will live for goddamn ever. (laughs) They will likely outlive you. Like, I literally, I thought those cats were never going to die. Like, like if you get a cat now... If you have a kid next year, like, it could see that kid through college. Like, it literally, like, cats are no joke. And, like, also, bigger dogs don't live as long as little dogs. That's another thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's interesting. Like, Great Danes only live, like, five or six years. Isn't that wild? Really? Yeah. But they have lots Hmm. of heart problems and stuff. But, but, you know, like, I mean, okay, like, let's say you get a little animal, like a hamster or a guinea pig or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know the statistics on how long those live, but guaranteed, if you have kids, that kid's going to see it die. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you have to kind of be prepared to talk about that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, um, also, what does it eat and how much? Because I can tell you that in said now 78 pounds, at its heaviest, he was 85, but 78-pound yeah. pimples eat a lot. And it is not cheap. <laughs> And especially if you spoil him the way I do, it is an expensive hobby. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. He eats more than I do sometimes, honestly. Yeah. Um, Also, how much exercise will it need? Mm -hmm. How much exercise do you need? (laughs) You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, if you have a heart condition, probably a good idea to get uh, a dog that needs a fair amount of exercise. For sure. Yeah. How large will it get? Don't always trust uh, the pound. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can tell this story about Dutch. And like, okay, remember when I adopted Dutch and he was 62 pounds? Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's fully grown. He's two, so he's not going to get any bigger. <laughs> and I think they thought that I cared because, like, A, I was getting a big dog because I wanted a big dog. I didn't want, you know what I mean? But I think they sort of tell you what you want to hear because they're afraid that you're going to turn it down if you think it's oh, going to yeah. get any bigger. And lo and behold, you know, he has not grown, like, he's not bigger, like, you know, taller. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of looks a little less puppy-ish, but, like, I think that they kind of just, you know, I think the smart thing to do is to do your own research on, like, okay, how big is this breed probably going to get? Yeah. That makes sense. Also, you... Yeah, um, how much will um, veterinarian care cost? Oh my yeah, god! Seriously, a guinea pig, it's a no goldfish. Joke. Yeah, a goldfish is going to be much less than a dog. Yeah, 
you don't really have to take a goldfish or a hamster or a guinea pig to the vet. You know what I mean? Right. But a dog, my God. Okay. First of all, <laughs> there's rabies shots every three years. Then you've got flea and tick medication that you have to get every three months unless you want a flea mageddon, which I promise you, you do not. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went through that one time and it is not only expensive and horrifying and awful, and seemingly, it feels like it's never going to go away. But yeah, if you do it on the front end and just medicate your pet, it will avoid a great deal of hassle and probably is about as expensive. But you do have to take your pet to the vet in order to get that medication because it's prescribed, right? There's mm-hmm. also heartworm medication that I have to get them every six months, which that's like between those two things, probably you're talking 170 bucks every six yeah. months. Um, you're, you know, if you want to get their nails clipped, if they have anything go wrong, like, I mean, Dutch got in that fight that one time where he had a giant fucking puncture wound in his face and that was like a few hundred dollars, like, like pets are, yeah, big dogs are expensive. So definitely be mindful of that before you get into that. Like cats are like, they don't really have to go as much, you know, they just Mm -hmm. need like their vaccines and stuff, but definitely something to keep in mind. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, So there's also, do I have enough time to properly care for it and clean up after it? Yeah. Which is huge because that's not just your own discomfort in your house. That's also the pet's discomfort. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I probably definitely did not keep that guinea pig cage up the way I should have, which, you know, my mom could have been harder on me about it, but like. You know, it's just something to keep in mind. Like, do you have enough time to properly care for it, truly? Yeah, and that's the reason why I don't have a pet yet. Yeah. Uh, What type of habitat will it need? You know, like, is it a big dog? It probably needs a lot of space or at least to be, you know, taken out a lot. Um, And also, are pets allowed where I live? Because true. don't move a pet into a place where you're not allowed to have them. Because landlords, the last thing that they want to do, me, I mean, they want to do, <laughs> is to tell someone they have to get rid of their pet because yeah. it's not allowed. So please just find that out on the front end and don't be a buster and try to get away with it if it's not allowed. <laughs> don't be a buster. Or at the very least, get your emotional support animal papers in order so that we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, and apparently you can get, what is it, emotional support animal you can get that for any mm-hmm. animal. I mean, truly, like, here's the thing about it, too. And I'll just be forthcoming about this because it happens a lot. Like, uh-huh. all that they don't need, like, a big, you know, ordeal. All they need in order to le- be in legal compliance is a note from a medical professional that says a disability has been diagnosed. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to say anything about what it is. Correct. It doesn't have to say a word about what it is, just that a disability has been diagnosed and that the pet aids in the symptoms of that disability. Again, it doesn't have to go into how it does it or what the disability is. It just has to say a disability has been diagnosed. The pet aids in the symptoms of the disability. That's it. That is so easy to get. Pretty much any and all medical professionals are going to be willing to do that for you. Yeah, and I'll add to that little bit of information. Hotels. If you stay in a hotel and you tell them this is an emotional support dog, they cannot ask for proof that it is actually like licensed. You just yeah. say that and you get to save the $50 pet deposit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's illegal for them also, to ask they don't you. Care. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. 
but it's illegal it's for them to ask you pocket. for, you know, anything about your disability or, nope, can't do it. So next time you stay at a right, stupid hotel. On, yeah, <laughs> if you're on vacation, especially, like where you live, it kind of makes a little more sense because it's going to be there more permanently hmm. and people will see it. But like yeah. the fucking hotel, no one gives a shit, especially not the people no. that work there making $11 an hour, you know? No, fuck no. Yeah. All right. Um, the other thing um, you should ask yourself for picking the right pet. Is it appropriate? Is it the appropriate pet for my family? Hmm. So young mm-hmm. children, five and under, should not have reptiles, amphibians, or backyard poultry, as they are more susceptible to illness and germs these animals can spread. Yeah. Very interesting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, pregnant women should avoid cats and kittens and rodents because they can carry disease that may cause birth defects. Did not Isn't know that. that one. So scary. Yeah. Did not know that. You have to uh, also people... have to be careful with pregnant women and dogs too, because sometimes the dog can have good side effects in that like it will protect the mom, but then sometimes sure. it can turn on the dad because it's like protecting. Or sometimes oh. it can have negative effects towards a new baby. So you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, for sure. Also, people with weakened immune systems should consult their doctors before adopting a pet. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. People 65 and older may be susceptible to diseases some animals can spread. Mm-hmm. Keep all that in so, mind. Yeah. Yep, just, you know, give it a goog before you get one, you know, honestly. <laughs> um, and, you know, there are a lot of... <laughs> a goog... <laughs> I stole that from my favorite podcast besides ours, uh, <laughs> True Crime Obsessed. It's very good. So anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, staying healthy around your pet is important, too. Just, you know, we're all in the habit of washing our hands all the time now. So wash your hands regularly, especially after touching or playing with your pet, feeding your pet or handling pet food, after handling their habitats. After cleaning mm-hmm. up after your pets. So once you, oh my God, as soon as I pick up his poop, I just want to wash my hands immediately. <laughs> um, even though it never touches it, I still always feel gross. Um, after leaving where animals live, like barns, coops, or stalls, even if you don't touch them. Mm-hmm. And after remo- removing soiled clothes. So like if you step in dog poop or whatever, you know, definitely always yeah. wash your hands and because, yeah, there, there's obviously, you know, bacteria, germs, cooties, diseases, and that stuff. So just be mindful. Gross. Yeah. So some ways to keep your pet healthy. Uh, provide regular, long, um, provide regular, lifelong veterinarian care. Yep. Yep. Um, provide them with a good diet and fresh water always. Yes. Yeah. Uh, provide them with clean bedding. Provide them with regular exercise. Uh, keep up with your pet's vaccines, deworming, and flea and tick control. And always pick up after your pets. Their waste can be harmful to people and other animals. Yes, especially the dog poop. Like, it carries so many. It can carry a lot of diseases. So when I see people not picking up their dog poop, it makes mm-hmm. me infuriated because it can be so dangerous to other dogs, like, for real. So. Mm-hmm. The so a few other things to just, yeah. <laughs> a few <laughs> other things to keep in consideration are if you have small children, teach them how to interact with animals properly. Like it's, 
Oh, I can't tell you the number of times. It's not a toy. It's not, you know, like they they can't just, they shouldn't just walk up to dogs and start petting it immediately. You know what I mean? Like you have to like let it smell you first and like then ask for permission to pet it, you know, stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Also, um, keep wildlife wild. I think we learned that from some Tiger King last year. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Even if you find an animal, take it to a professional before bringing it home to adopt to make sure it's uh, make sure it is healthy and safe enough for your home. Yeah, like even kittens and stuff, if you find like a loose one, it can carry mad diseases. So like Mm. definitely always just take it to a professional first. And um, and, you know, one other thing to keep in mind, too, not all pets are interactive, right? Mm-hmm. But some make a great hobby, like fish. So maybe you're not a a cuddly animal person, but, like, you can also gain all these same positive benefits from a pet, like a fish or a little Yoshi or Bowser or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something that's not as interactive, but, you know, it's more of a hobby to keep it up. And that could yeah, be cool, Yeah, for too, sure. So. Yeah, right on. All right. We kept that short and sweet because we got STD. <laughs> shit to do. That's shit, shit to, to do, do. Everyone. We got that shit is to not, do. That is, yeah, that's not the Sex and Relationships podcast part. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. Go check it out. <laughs> For sure. But anyway, you know, pets are a different relationship that we can have. And, yeah. And, and you know, you can. And... Yeah, full of love. How I mean, do you think Dutch ever, like, resents you or gets mad at you or you know like just i i treat him like a king he wants for nothing <laughs> he's little orphan annie and i'm daddy warbucks okay like he <laughs> the only times he gets upset is if i tell him no or you know if i i don't know get and how long does it take for... him to get over that I mean, two seconds, yeah, because I mean, yeah. it just, I can't stay mad at him for more than two seconds. Like, no. The only times I've ever been like really mad at him is like when he, oh my god, he peed in my friend Kathy's house twice, and I was so embarrassed, but she was a good sport about it. So, Kathy, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It was snowing out though. It was like snowing so heavily that day. It was oh, actually, yeah. uh, it was either the Super Bowl or right before that. I can't remember what game it was. Oh, yeah, it was the Super Bowl. But anyway, yeah. So he didn't really get to pee outside first, which I didn't think about. But And I got really mad at him. And But, you know, got over it pretty quickly. So. I mean, but I don't other want to than pee that, I've never really either. been mad at him. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think that's about it. Get a pet. Cool. Get a Do pet. It. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Brian, are you on to, ready to move on to something not as furry, adorable, and lovable as a pet? (laughs) Oh, man. I was kind of hoping we could skip this one this week, but let's do it. I'm ready. I mean, well, I'm starting to run (laughs) low, so we might have to come up with a new, like, a new segment. Yeah? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, it is the What the Frank Tinder Profile of the Week. I'm laid back but spontaneous. I love to travel and laugh. I like pinky rings and Ed Hardy. My kids come first. I don't play games. What the Frank Profile of the Week. Mm, Yeah, and that song by uh, Zach Slusher, so good. 
Yes, definitely. Thank you, Zach Slusher. Definitely listen to his podcast, or which is a Trash Blood Horror Cast. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Also check out mm. uh, Distant Uncles. That's always fun. Yes. Oh, for sure. On YouTube. Yeah. I haven't given Ray Porter a call in a while. I need to do that. So. Oh, it's shit. He called me like two weeks ago, and I'm just now remembering that. Yeah, me too. So, I'm a anyway. terrible friend. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Well, speaking of terrible, are you ready to meet Dan? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Dan is 42 years old. He's an investor. He went to an Ivy League school. He is into working out, travel, grab a drink, yoga, and dog lover. So he just I mean, it's topical. Already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. He's, he's on the pets, so, so. Yeah. Dan says... I don't want to BS anyone in here. Say that I'm strictly one more time. look I don't want to BS anyone in here. Gotcha. I'm I'm strictly just looking for spontaneous playtime. Now, mm. what I would like to point out here is that he has the ass end of the the parentheses on time twice. Okay. But no front end parentheses. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm strictly just looking for spontaneous playtime in parentheses and parentheses, <laughs> period. Fuck those So, Ivy even though he went to an Ivy League school, yeah, <laughs> it's a what total waste you? of, yeah, 60 grand a year or whatever, just down the tube. I just got out of long relationship. I, I said that just as it was written. So, again, maybe <laughs> again. spelling and grammar not his thing. Um yeah. I take great care of myself, in parentheses, hung. Oh, is that what White happens if you take care of yourself? I guess. Uh, <laughs> hung, comma, white smile, LOL. What is a white smile? I don't know. I have no idea. I just want to have some fun. I'm not looking to wine or dine. I can range from vanilla, space, comma, to strong quickies, comma, to some kink and other fun, period. Sorry I'm being so blunt, space, period. I just don't want to small talk people, space, space, on here. <laughs> I'm totally respectful, period. Hit me up and we can chat. The hmm. end. Oh my, how many times did he say he was just looking for a spontaneous fun or... Alluded I mean, to that. we get it. What is a strong quickie, by the way? <laughs> a strong quickie? Is that what it said? He said, he said I can range from vanilla to strong quickies. Hmm. Wait, I can, like, like that's a whole lot of range. Like, vanilla to strong quickie is just all the range that he's got. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, and then yeah, he said to some kink, and, uh, some kink and other fun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A strong quickie. I don't know. I have to look that one up. S- right. I just don't want to small talk people on here. Look, no one hates small talk more than me, Dan. Right. But you're not being very respectful, which is the next thing you go on to say. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What the frank? I mean, let's see. Yeah, what the frank? Um... Strong quickie. 
I mean, it just are you looking it up for real? I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, it just brings up like, yeah. So, so he's a two pump chump, is what that means. <laughs> yeah, and like in, he's like, I can so read from words. vanilla. Like, who wants to hear that a dude is vanilla? Yeah, I, I don't know. I am not. Like he's like, I'm literally gonna sit on top of you and pump it three times and then never talk to you again. Right. Yeah, so a strong quickie is like both people you, you have a quickie but you both have an orgasm. Maybe. Maybe. Something tells me Dan isn't really worried about whether or not you come, I'm just being honest. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm not giving him that much credit, so Mm-mm. Anyway, well, I think that's uh, that's an episode for today, right? Yeah, that's an episode. Cool. Uh, well, uh, the only shout out I have is definitely check out um, Standing Room Only. I'm actually doing that show tonight. It's an awesome Facebook talk show where we just a bunch of comics uh, making fun of the news and whatnot. And um, it's a lot of fun. So um, it is a lot of fun, and you're always the funniest person on there. And I'm like, who are these other people? <laughs> I mean, the last one I did was actually pretty tight. Like there was like everyone was pretty good. There was like one or two duck guys. There was that one guy that was like all like Mister Conspiracy Theory everything, and mm-hmm. so I had a lot of fun fucking with him. But like that, I mean, that one was really good. I think that was number thirty-five. Today is going to be number forty-three or something. But um, gotcha. But yeah, yeah, it's a really it's a lot of fun. My friend Ku Agenti is the host of that show with his beautiful co-host Mistina. And, uh, yeah, so definitely follow that show. It's a lot, a lot of fun. There's some good musical guests and things. And, you know, I will be on there from time to time. Oh, I'll also be on there on, I think it's June, um, June 16th or something. I'll have to, Mm -hmm. let me see. Uh, it's sometime in June. I think it's maybe the 23rd. I'll have to double check, but I'll be on it again in June. So definitely just follow that show on Facebook and uh, that's all I got. Cool, right on. I don't have anything. I just go to work these days. That's all. Yeah, I mean, shout that's out to good. my paychecks though. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> You're not working on weekends <laughs> either, so there's that. There's that. Not working overnights and all that other bullshit. Fuck hotels, man. Every single person right? with a pet, go stay in a hotel and tell them that it's a uh, emotional support animal. Yeah, and then and let then your dog hopefully... take a big old shit. That's what I was going to say. Let them shit all over the place. I love it. (laughs) Fuck hotels. I mean, that one time that Dutch shit in the hotel, I, like, tried to clean it up. And then, like, you could majorly tell that the carpet had not been cleaned in forever because there was just this (laughs) one really clean spot. (laughs) So, yeah. Was that the one in Little Rock? No, that was the one in, um, in, uh, by where my sister lives. Remember that? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah, cool. But yeah, anyway, you know what? If you can, which you probably will be able to by the time this comes out, get vaccinated, you little Franks and Beanies. Yeah, and take care of your pets, you little Franks and Beanies. 